Imagine if you will, a world where every meme and comment is fact-checked, but not a ballot. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Tell us why you claim that the WHO is a criminal cartel. question about the World Health Organization is that in its founding document, they gave themselves the right to be exempt from all criminal prosecution of any kind whatsoever. And the reason why they wrote that into their founding charter is because they knew they were already breaking the law. Remember that in the 1940s, what we had was an organization that the Rockefeller Foundation funded and funded the first director general of the World Health Organization, who happened to be, are you ready for this? A prisoner from Dachau, who was emancipated and brought in to run what became the biologics lab of the Rockefeller Foundation and the Wellcome Trust at the time. And in less than five years, the World Health Organization's official documentation was once again to put in motion the eugenics mandate, saying that the role of the World Health Organization was population control. All right. Welcome. Kate Daly Show last hour on a Wednesday. You've officially made it halfway through your week. Congratulations to you. And that was uh, Russell Brand talking to Dr. David Martin. Dr. David Martin's been on our show numerous times. And that was Dr. David Martin explaining the origins of the WHO, the World Health Organization. And it came about in the 40s when we had the UN spring up. Um, We had the CIA spring up. We had all kinds of things happening in the 1940s. It was a big shift into what we know now is the takeover of the U.S. presidency, the takeover of the country, and um, why the Constitution's been hanging by a thread since the since the late 1800s. It really went into, into fast motion in the 1940s. And so that's why he was saying, look, it was all about depopulation. It was all about eugenicists running the show. And if you don't understand that, then we don't understand the biggest piece of why everything's going on. Once you realize that, then you kind of realize all the pieces start to make sense and you can put them together finally. So welcome to the show, katedallyradio.com. Over 24 million served on SoundCloud. I love that. Uh, they're messing with my algorithms now, but um, over 24 million. And uh, I so appreciate you sharing the show. And I've got Susan with me. How are you, Susan? I am doing really well. I'm so excited to have you, actually. Um, So Susan joins me at this time every Wednesday. But I wanted to make one point before turning the hour over to her. And this is a point I made on the Alex Jones show earlier today. I guest host on Wednesdays. And let me just tell you, you can go to band uh, period video for this. But I was discussing what breaking news is. And, you know, today breaking news is Taylor Swifty, (laughs) Taylor Swift as person of the year. Please. Anyway, I talked about that. Miss Pro Vaccine, Miss Pro Not Gonna Marry, Miss Pro Not Gonna Have Kids, and Miss Pro I'm in charge of your youth and how they feel about everything. And it's whatever. Time Magazine also sprung up at the same time as some of these uh, degenerative um, criminal organizations. But but let me say about breaking news, because this is something that people don't understand about breaking news and the origin of why we're 
breaking news, breaking news, because I made the comment that Norman Lear died. Well, I thought he died 20 years ago. Didn't you, Susan? I mean, I thought that guy's been dead for a long time. All of a sudden, he's 101, and they're calling him the citizen activist, which all Hollywood is, and that he died at 101. Okay. And they're calling it breaking news. I'm like, not sure that's breaking, but it's like news. And um, of course, there's a shooting in Nevada, breaking news. Everything's breaking news. But when the mainstream media does breaking news, the root origin of breaking in Greek is to tame, to quell, to discipline, to overpower, to break, to subdue, and violate. (laughs) I can't make this up. When you hear breaking news from our media, just think about all those words. Every single time you see a big news break, because they're never going to break in with news that actually is for your benefit to learn really anything or grow from anything or fight to get your liberty back. It's going to all be about overpowering you, subduing you, taming you, quelling you, violating you every single time with breaking news. Maybe now maybe we'll think of the media a little differently, right? What do you think, Susan? (laughs) Actually, I couldn't agree more because I think the we've become like human livers, like we're processing <laughs> so all of this toxicity <laughs> oh, all the time. Yes, yes. And, and and they don't care that we don't need to know it. I know. You know, yeah. I mean, if yeah. I find out about the Nevada shooting later on at night or on mm-hmm. the you know evening news, what difference does that make? I know. I'm not in Nevada. I I'm know. not on the campus. It's ridiculous. So it's it's too much, and they yeah. really don't care about. Our, our mental capacity mm-hmm. to handle so much br- well, so-called one of their one of their news, news breaks today right it was james comer jim jordan threaten hunter biden with contempt of congress and i brought this up on the alex jones show because it was like gee they threatened them <laughs> i mean that's your breaking news piece we don't ever really do anything but we're gonna tell you we're gonna do it and that's your breaking news for today people i mean it's so asinine that that's breaking news. They are threatening. Uh, honey, you need to do a lot more than that. You know what I mean? I, it is insane that we accept that as a news bit. I mean, it's re, it's ridiculous, but... It, you'll notice you'll notice articles that says um, members of Congress wrote mm-hmm. a strongly worded letter. <laughs> a strongly worded letter. Because that is what they're allowed to do. Yes. They can't enforce the law. No, no. They can't. So... And it's a news story. Mm-hmm. They wrote a strongly worded letter. Yes. Don't tell me about writing letters as a news story. It's insane. Tell me what happens oh, when agree. something actually changes. I mean, I so anyway. Agree. Okay, we have a lot to talk about, but where do you want to start with actual news, not the, not leftist media breaking news, um, mindless news bits all day long, but where do you want to start with actual news? You want to do an update? Well, I do want to do this update. Okay. Um, it has to do with 23andMe, mm-hmm. which is one of the DNA companies you can send your DNA to. Um, and it was actually hacked back in October. And they originally told the public it was 14,000 users who were affected. Mm-hmm. And now there has been an update. Now, this should be breaking news. It wasn't, but it should be. Um, it was actually 6.9 million users whose data was breached. And they said, and um, 
basically it was half half the people. So yeah, the and coin- they shouldn't say breach. They should just say their their um their information was given. <laughs> stolen. Yeah, stolen, given. Given. Now it's interesting because mm-hmm. people there's a person who I follow who's in the um intelligence, formerly in the intelligence community, who says actually this information was sold. Mm-hmm. That this was a company yep. originated by the generals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but mm-hmm. it would make a lot more sense. Made to look private. So mm-hmm. what the uh, update was is that they changed their rules um, their, and now require people to do binding arbitration. Mm-hmm. Binding arbitration. Uh, so they're terrified of a class action lawsuit, right? And only if every single person affected mm-hmm. votes for class action lawsuit can there be a class action lawsuit. So you know that's not going to happen, right? right? They all have to vote for it. Um, and it was people who had opted into, whose data was stolen uh, or sold, uh, the company's DNA relative feature. So they have information about their name, their mm-hmm. birth year, their ancestry reports, their DNA makeup, their family members, and their location. I mean... This was always kind of the holy grail, wasn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. Not just our digital footprints, Mm -hmm. but our DNA digitized. And, uh, you know, there's a a lot of people still think, I don't care if people have my DNA, I haven't committed a crime. But you don't know what else they can do with it. They don't, you don't know if it can be used to help manufacture certain types of drugs that target certain types of genetics. You don't know any of that. Yep. And so we cannot be cavalier. This is this is serious. We have no experience with this, to be honest. Yep. People don't underestimate. We underestimate the risk because we haven't experienced what the downside could really be. And what they can do with it. Yes, I agree. And uh, the other assertion by this intelligence member who you can find, actually you can find her on Telegram, um, to- Tori Maris, she goes by, and mm-hmm. she said that it had always been her assertion that all of the COVID testing was actually to retrieve DNA, she said, and that what took over was the debates about get the shot or don't get the shot, and it moved away from get the test or don't get the test due to um, compromising your your DNA um, security, your DNA security. I mean, can you believe we're even talking about that? I know, but I I agree. I think that's exactly what they're really after. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting now to see, I mean, if you're a computer company and you've been allegedly hacked, you can't tell the difference between 14,000 and 6.9 million and Mm -hmm. what records have been accessed if it was stolen, if it was hacked. But isn't it a lesson to us that when people promise that something is going to be secure mm-hmm. in the digital age, yes, that they cannot promise that. I agree with you. Today I said, you know, on on uh, on that other show, I said, look, I said, you know, Christopher Ray sees blinking lights. What a stupid little analogy. Bl- blinking lights wherever he goes. And I wondered if it was telegraphy where, where they use words and symbols in the media to kind of give a go reference to a false flag or what have you. It's just a question. Um, but 
I was I was kind of thinking about I was thinking about that and I was thinking about blinking lights. But you know what I see everywhere? Trojan horses, Trojan horses coming in with much deeper and bigger meanings attached to everything on what the results are going to be than what we're actually seeing and debating in front of our face. So where we debate the border, it's actually the end result is digital ID, which I know you have some stuff to talk about, too, on that. Yeah, yeah, digital ID and digital currencies. Yeah, digital um, currency. It's interesting, speaking about the border, some Republicans are now getting a backbone and saying, we're not going to discuss any funding to Ukraine until our own border is secure. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, that's a novel concept. Why hadn't we been using they, that little and they tagline? Do it, they do it for after the two years where we've already given the billions. That's what I, I'm saying. Was that so hard? First do this, then we'll talk about this. Oh, it's such a game plan. No, no. And actually, the Washington Post had to put out a sad story saying Mm -hmm. the counteroffensive didn't actually unfold the Mm -hmm. way they thought it would. It didn't actually produce Mm -hmm. the gains they thought Mm -hmm. it would. And I know Tucker Carlson brought up the number of 150,000 men, Ukrainian Mm -hmm. men, that have died. Well, that's like a generation that are gone forever in their 20s and 30s. If that's the case, because it's an awfully round number again, we're always given round numbers. Well, generic, yes. Generic round number we're always given. Be right back. More with Susan when we come back on the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. This is the Kate Daly Show. Mary, did you know it's your baby boy? One day walk on water. Mary, oh, did Carrie you Carrie Underwood. Love it. It's your baby I love the song, Mary, did you know? I think it's great. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And of course, I've got Susan with me. It's Wednesday. So Susan and Melissa join me every Wednesday. And then tomorrow I come back with Uncle Milty and of course, Chris Ann Hall. We have a wonderful guest um, talking about the economy tomorrow. So lots of good things in store for you. Um, but uh, today we're talking about, well, we have all kinds of things on the docket we've got to get to. But Susan uh, Reeves with me. And I also wanted to mention too, um, please text Birch Gold. Please text Birch Gold and um, text them at 989898. Text them my name, Kate, and um, you'll get some wonderful free information. And I know you're probably sitting on your phone right now. If you would do that, then I would know at least you're at least you're good with the right information and then you can make decisions from that, but solidify everything you have with gold and it doesn't cost you anything, which is really fantastic. Right. And then, um, as you, as you get everything backed with gold, they'll even give you free silver Eagles. Is anyone else promising you that? No, but they are. And so I love that they they deliver on their promises. I trust them. Ron Paul trusts them. Steve Bannon trusts them. They are an amazing company. I'm telling you. Okay. And a huge, great reputation. Just incredible. So I love these guys. And that's who I trust. So I'm telling you who I trust in gold and silver. And to buy gold and silver from, these are your guys. Text 989898 98 98 and text the word Birch. Or text the word Kate. Sorry. My name to Birch Gold. Okay. Also go to MyPillow.com and get some great Christmas gifts. All And the code is the same, Kate. Okay. MyPillow.com. I love their gifts for Christmas. All right, Susan. Where do we go from here? 
um, I just wanted to talk about a fellow researcher mm-hmm. who said something isn't right with the information that we're getting about Russia, about Ukraine, but especially about Russia. Mm-hmm. And so he decided to go over to the EU, travel around, and started to figure some things out. And he said that the sanctions against Russia not only aren't working because Russia is thriving, but he said there is a reason this is happening. And he said it has to do with the fact that the cryptocurrency that is allowed to be used in other countries Mm -hmm. is freely available to be used in the EU and then trading with brokers in Russia. And that our intelligence agencies would know that um, and so it can't be a surprise that here in the U.S. aren't allowed to do all these things. Mm. He's like, so what's up with that? The rest of the world is, and they know it. Um, so he started to just look a little more deeply into it, and he actually sat in a few, sat in three separate banks just listening to conversations. Mm. And he says people, foreigners were coming in and asking bank um assistance to help set them up so they could do transactions with Russia. And he said that the response was, we're happy to help you. Here's how we do it. So these banks in the EU, Mm -hmm. everybody's trading with Russia and we're being edged out. But his conclusion was essentially that this is being done to us, especially because the cryptocurrencies here are highly regulated or they're not allowed Mm -hmm. um, to force us into a digital currency that is controlled by the U.S. government and the Treasury. It's coming. And it is coming. And he said he couldn't believe it, that what we're being told about how how Russia is suffering and Mm -hmm. the economics isn't true. Russia has moved on. There's other people at the party to dance with other than us. Um, but if if we are ever going to be kowtowed into a digital currency, they have to put the screws to us here. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really interesting. I didn't know that there was a Mexican, it's called MEXC, it's a crypto exchange, mm-hmm. and it's available globally, but not allowed in the U.S. Hmm. Why? Right? Um, there is something called Binance and Bitcoin. Those things are allowed, but heavily, heavily regulated here, and but not regulated other places. And so there's this freedom of movement of money and, and exchange that are outside of government currencies mm-hmm. that are a lot that are allowed, allowed. Yep. But we, however, are inside of this bubble. And so what the news feeds to us, mm-hmm. um, especially the news, the major mainstream media yeah. um, about how things are going in Russia, mm-hmm. just is has a whole purpose to it. Yes. It's different, we're, right? We're China. Like, we don't realize. We, we look at China and go, oh, those poor people and <laughs> their media is so controlled. So is ours. <laughs> they laugh at us because we actually believe them. It's insane. Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. come right back. We'll give you the tail yeah. end of this. And we have more. Be right back with Susan Reeve. Don't go to our Kate Daly show. There you go. Hi, everybody. I'm Kathy Lee Gifford, and I've been around a long time. Every one of us, as we age, realizes that things are changing in our bodies, in the world around us. Lots of times I don't like what's happening. Uh, so what can I do about it? 
Well, the one thing we can do is pray, right? The other thing we can do is take better care of ourselves. I do that by taking balance of nature because I'm not really good at nutrition. I'm too busy, I'm on the run, and I don't eat enough vegetables, and I certainly don't eat enough fruit. And when I take balance of nature, I can feel good that I've done something for myself that I can actually control. So take control, get balance of nature. Celebrate Christmas with us. Go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order, plus a free fiber and spice supplement. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this exclusive holiday offer by using Dally Show. That I love Carrie Underwood. She's fantastic, isn't she? Um, and I love that she's bold about faith. I think that's a really that's a really neat thing to see her be bold about her faith. I love it. And I love that song. And uh, so welcome back to the show. Make sure you visit my wonderful sponsors because I do have the most amazing ama- products that I take are the sponsors I choose. And I get to choose them because nobody tells me what to do or what to say. Do you know what a blessing that is? (laughs) I mean, honestly, yeah, a lot of people try to censor me and everything else. But at the end of the day, uh, God always provides a way for me to do what we do. And also my wonderful guest hosts um, today, it's uh, Susan and Melissa are my two co-hosts and every Wednesday. And I really appreciate everything that they do and all that they bring to the table. I could not do this without them. And so Susan, great researcher, and I know you have so much more. <laughs> so bring it, Susan. Let's hear it. Uh, we were talking about my friend, the researcher, and yeah. his experience in Europe and how free they are with the crypto over there and trading with Russia. And it seems that we here in the U.S. are the ones that have all these constraints. And he said another thing about traveling through the EU he said there's a lot more freedom to travel. He only had to present his passport initially going into the EU, but after that he could travel and book flights without any of that identification at all. And he said, you just have to know what airlines to book, but it wasn't a problem. And he said, it is a lot, much, much freer to travel there, especially by plane than it is in the US. And you go, wow. Do people here in the U.S. realize that? Yeah. That there's, they are living safely. Their planes aren't having problems with terrorism. And yet we here in the United States, um, we get examined within an inch of our lives. I'll never forget. I had my suitcase rifled through and tossing my underwear up in the air. I mean, I was so mortified. Oh, my gosh. And, and I thought, how did we get to this? This yeah. feels like, you know, right. like like Germany, right? Yes. Anyway, yes. Uh, but, you know, for a lot of us who don't travel, for a lot of us who, are, especially because we don't have the money due to inflation, um, we assume that what's here and being done for us is good for us, right? We assume that. But then all we have to do is look over there and yeah. see, gosh, they didn't have, well, after 9-11, we had the Patriot Act. Do you remember yeah. how fast that was brought in? Oh, it was already and, done. Yeah, they brought it, it in it, so quickly because it was already written. It was already it ready was, to go. 
It was already written. Mm-hmm. It was off the shelf. Yep. They had it ready to go. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about fighting terrorism. No. It was about internal surveillance, 100%. And now we are reaping. We are, are just reaping the horrible harvest of that, aren't we, mm-hmm. with how they are able to uh, determine who advertisers. Well, this is what Elon Musk was fighting um, because there's a list put out as to who are higher and lower on the list mm-hmm. of verified news sources, mm-hmm. and it steers advertisers away. And he said, this is outrageous. You know, it's I think, totally outrageous. If I could be so bold, I think that his fight is a fake fight. We see a fake fights all the time. Maybe. Good cop, bad mm-hmm. cop um, on, on Elon with everything I know about Elon. <sighs> Um, hmm. I think the good cop, bad cop thing, I think they utilize him well for that role. Um, but, uh, because I know he's one of them, he's definitely an, an insider, but the, the premise of, of what he is saying rings true. It's just, I think for the reason he's doing it is a whole nother thing, but what he's saying, you're right. What he's saying, those, the words that he's choosing and, and the thing that the point he's making is absolutely true for sure. No doubt. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And he, he also made some uh, recent comment on an old Jane Goodall mm-hmm. uh, video where she talks about, if I could do anything, I would reduce the population on the planet. Yeah. And he said, you know, these elitists, he goes, it's always a call for genocide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it turns into. Yep. Um, and even though she says, if nobody was hurt and if nobody, he goes, it's always ends up as a call for genocide. Well, he said, plus the babies have no voice. Well, look at the, the UN, baby- look at the advent of the UN that, that Dr. Uh, David Martin was describing. It was all about depopulation. The whole, or sorry, the who, the whole reason we have the who is because it was depopulationists trying to eradicate our world of people. <laughs> and so everything they stand for and everything that they do the underlying current, what they truly want out of it is depopulation. So that's why so many people that are celebrities, like the Jane Goodalls, the people that get upheld in our society, so many of them are depopulationists, like the Gate family, the Gates. I mean, it's crazy, right? Well, and yes. And she says things like our resources are getting used up. Like trees, yep. like what is it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. all these renewable resources. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but my friend, the researcher, um, he, he made this one final comment. Uh-huh. He said, if the American government knows Russia is not being hurt, not being hurt by these sanctions, mm-hmm. then what is it? He says the Western sanctions create a financial wall around the USA, not to keep Russia out, but to keep us in mm-hmm. the Western sanction regime, the financial mechanisms they created and authorized creates the control gate mm-hmm. that leads to a U.S. digital currency. In essence, the Ukraine war justified a system that creates a digital dollar. (sighs) And then we see, yes, it was about the money laundering over to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, But what if it led us down this primrose path to the digital dollar and now they can justify it. So it'll be interesting to see who of our representatives is the first to pop up and say, oh, yes, the digital dollar, mm-hmm. because we'll know which team they're working for. It's so and true. it's not it's not our team. No, it's uh, not true. Go ahead. Another another person who has gotten deeply into trying to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. is um, a cardinal, a Catholic cardinal, uh, Cardinal Mueller. And he is quite elderly, but he lived in Germany. He was interviewed mm-hmm. by LifeSite News, like. 
mm-hmm. site news is uh, pro-life. It's a pro-life news site. And he said, um, now he, because he's Catholic, I took this to with incredible, I, I just really believe him because he said, mass migration is not about helping people. Now I know in here in the U.S. Catholic Charities, a bunch of faiths bring in money from the federal government for taking care of migrants. Mm-hmm. So for him to say this, mass migration is not about helping people, but about destroying national identities. They say that national identity is nationalism, which has caused all the war. So they're against nationalism. But what they're really against is the nation. Mm-hmm. They're against the nation, the mm-hmm. nation state, right? Right. He said, um, but if nationalism is the reason for the wars, then we have to ask who is funding the wars and what interests are behind it. And he said they want everyone to be completely isolated, not collected, connected by language, culture, family ties, or native land where you feel at home. He said they want to destroy all that. They want everybody to be atomized. Now, this theologian has a tremendously deep insight into what makes people function, thrive in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And he knows it's not being an atomized individual. If you want to see homeless people, those are atomized individuals, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He said, you have to have religious roots and a cultural identity. And if you don't have that, you are much easier to control. And he said... They are, they've created this hysteria about climate change in too many people. He said this is their religion. The elites actually do believe this. They actually do believe this. Um, and anybody who disagrees with them is called a Nazi. He said, now think about this. The people who are victims of a genocide mm-hmm. are being called the Nazis. We, if they want us, few of us to be, Amazing. We're going to be the victims Mm -hmm. and they're calling us the Nazis. That's gaslighting, right? That's gaslighting. He said it is the perversion of their logic to portray the victims as the perpetrators. Exactly. He said the globalists don't care about the suicide rates among young people that are growing worldwide. That's just right for them. Mm -hmm. And that's really the first time I thought about that. That actually serves their purpose. Hmm, We'll be right back. More with Susan Reed when I come back. My two researchers, Melissa and Susan, be right back on the Kate Daly Show. This is the Kate Daly Show. Take you right. Anyway, welcome back, Kate Daly Show, and uh, appreciate you listening in today. Of course, uh, share the show on SoundCloud if you will, and um, share the show on social media so that people know it's here because we're not uh, bought and sold uh, like many, 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 even on the conservative side are. And we don't just stick to certain talking points. We actually talk about anything on this show. Everything is fair game on this show, and um, and having a conversation about it. And I love.
love the audience because the audience is willing to have a conversation, even with something they disagree with. But that's the point of free speech is let's have a dialect about it and then you can feel however you want afterwards. But we try to bring everything in context with history on this show. And that's what makes this show special and different. I am not a bought and paid host from a corporation. I actually own the show and it makes it so different to be able to be live on the radio talking about these things that everybody has questions about, but certain these, these major hosts all stick to the same talking points. It drives me insane. So anyway, I've got Susan with me and uh, Susan Reeve comes on every Wednesday. So we have, we want to talk about RFK too and Epstein, but uh, where do you want to hit first? Well, I wanted to just finish up on what Cardinal Mueller was saying, because he said that these global elitists have a socialist mindset, but they're capitalists, meaning they've merged totalitarian Mm -hmm. with materialism. They like nice things, but they just want to be thugs about it. And that's how you get the capitalism and the socialism. Um, And he said, whoever has the most money just pays the media and then the media does their bidding. Um, He said this um, removal of Christianity Mm -hmm. is a way that they can get rid of the good creator who created the good person. So we're, we're inherently, we have value because we were created by a good creator. If you don't believe that, then they can just subtract people and do whatever else they want justifiably in their minds. Um, He talks about the sexualization of children. He said it's being used to keep people quiet, to subdue them because Mm -hmm. they can get, you know, the porn addicts and uh, things like that. They use sexuality like a drug to keep people pacified. And he said, this is his observation over the course of the last several decades, mm-hmm. and they are succeeding at it. This It's not even close. And so it's encouraging for me to see these revivals right. that happen where you get you know, a, a million people together who are mm-hmm. praising God and, yeah. and trying to uh, focus on God because you're not focusing on materialism if you're focused on God, right? So true. And so that's what we're up against and not to be naive about it. Um, but we were going to um, jump into the fact that um, RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. put up an interesting interview. And the reason it interests me is I keep getting messages from friends of mine who dabble in the news. They read certain things, but they're like, what do you think of him? Could he be a good president? And I just think, oh, my gosh, okay, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. But his recent revelation that Mm -hmm. he was on Epstein uh, flight twice. Right. First, he said it was once. Mm -hmm. And then he said on uh, Fox News that it was twice. And uh, once was to hitch a ride down to Florida with his wife Mm -hmm. and his two children. Mm -hmm. Um, And another was a trip to South Dakota on a, uh, like a rock hunting expedition with his family. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, this is interesting. You're bringing this up now, Mm -hmm. but he didn't bring it up when Epstein was in the news Yeah, and when he could have earlier. Now he's running for president. Mm Um, or before he was selling a book. Mm-hmm. So, so you're thinking think, he let the cat out of the bag because somebody, somebody else was going to. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, the yeah. opposition. Yeah. Uh, yes. And right. also, we know that Epstein has 
manifest of who were on these flights. Mm -hmm. So his name at some point was bound to come up. But the question is, what was he doing on the flight? Mm -hmm. If he was with his wife and kids, was he legitimately just get hitching a ride down to Florida? Probably. I would say probably. I would say that I have a lot of people over to my house. If I was a creepy Epstein individual, I was going, I would let them into my living room multiple times before I let, allowed them in. If I was a creep, allow them into my bedroom, right? Because you're feeling people out. Okay. You're You're trying, grooming them. yeah, you're trying to get their, the gist of who they are and what they're about. So if somebody took a flight and this even goes for Trump too, if somebody took a flight once or twice and then saw that maybe they didn't like what this person was about or what they were doing and never went back, then I think that you could chalk that up to took a ride and then realized um, the people yeah. at Clinton that take 30 rides, <laughs> 50 rides, then there's something. Well, Clinton's disgusting, though. He's such a whore. But but of course, that that's that's who he is. And he would take multiple rides once he found out Epstein was a creep because he likes that sort of thing. So I do give people the benefit of the doubt if they're around a creep once or twice and then they realize then I can fully understand that they went, ooh, and didn't go back. Right. Exactly. No, I think that was my impression, too. And it was back in the 90s. There would have been more activity subsequent, a la Clinton. And more Um, grooming, don't you think? Like more, not grooming in that sense, but more of like a, let's see if you're willing to play my weirdo game. Let's see if you're a pedophile, disgusting person. I mean, there would be a lot more of that, don't you think? Because that's when he was new on the scene and everyone was trying to figure out who he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's when he was starting to throw money around. Mm -hmm. And I think people who run fraud schemes, there's actually even a term for this, how Mm -hmm. you it's not grooming, but it's something similar to get to to warm them up, soften them up a bit Mm -hmm. and see. And I'm not saying that because I want RFK for president. I'm just looking at this one topic logically and trying to go, Okay, that's that's what I would walk away thinking, wouldn't you? I mean, you would probably think the same thing. Absolutely. I would too. People, I don't think we're on this wavelength of this is the kind of thing that happens. The trafficking of children and an island and, you know. Because you you got to know, you got to know that once you, once you um, expose that card about yourself and and this is Epstein, right? Once you put that out there, you can't take it back. So you have to, you have to try to figure out who wants to play your pedo game and who's a disgusting, evil little wreck of a person before you're going to expose that. So you have to get to know somebody. So that's why I say that, you know, once or twice until they figure it out, then they're gone. Then, yeah, I think actually it says something good that they didn't go back and do multiple trips. Yeah, absolutely. But it's interesting that he said the the flight was arranged uh, to help them get down to Florida through his wife, who was friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. And he said it, they were friends. Mm. He didn't use the That's worrisome. term acquaintances. Yeah. He said friends. And mm. you go, well, in, in what sense? Again, yeah. was there more of an operation? She pretended to be a socialite. Right. right. But you got to know uh, she's a creep. So, hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's a little more like, hmm. I would worry about that. Yeah, she's an actress, his wife, so his new wife. Anyway, be faithful, be fearless. Thank you, Susan. Susan Reeve, and of course, be back tomorrow. And man, there's a lot to digest there. But yeah, I'm, I'm with Susan. I'd be a little more skeptical of the wife's relationship. 
Uh, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Go find this on SoundCloud. Go to katedallyradio.com, please, and share the show. Thanks. You. Okay, Susan's with me, and we just want to clarify something because we got to the end of the show, and now we can't clarify it. So clarify which wife it was, because I was thinking it was the current actress wife of RFK that was friends with Ghislaine, Little Miss Whore, so just Little Miss Pedo. So so tell us that what, 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 where that actually landed, Susan. Um, so actually, because RFK jr was on epstein's flights in the 90s this would have been his first wife mary okay and she um it it was just the timing of it um and so married richardson kennedy is i believe the one and uh so she eventually ended up killing herself unfortunately and then he married cheryl hines who is the celebrity actress Mm. that i think she's been on curb your enthusiasm or whatever yeah so anyway but this was um, mary the one that was having a relation that the friendship i should not a relation but a friendship with ghislaine was mary and she committed suicide ouch yes yes okay hmm well that's weird and creepy yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's uh, that's because the I socialite would like circles that they were probably. Yes, because I would I would worry about somebody that had a friendship with Ghislaine because I'm sorry, you can you can kind of smell evil. And I think she flaunted it. I don't think she was hiding anything. And everyone knew that her family had the software and the goods on everybody. Everybody knew that that was about the time she was created that software with her with her MI6 father, Maxwell. Right. So she was she was part of this this very very well-known kind of um group that had the goods they knew where the bodies were buried kind of group right yeah she was the youngest of like nine kids and he was the big media mogul in the uk he knew everything about Mm -hmm. everybody okay her father and then mary commits suicide wow Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm glad we could correct that because I was, I was, uh, I, th- I was thinking it was his present, but not really. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the '90s. So I'm glad. Yeah, the you... '90s. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ugh, sorry. Long day. But I'm glad you corrected that because, as far as actresses go, um, it would not surprise me to see. Um, to see all these, uh, to see actresses befriend those types of people because you have so many pedo rings going on in Hollywood. So I guess that would not phase me that, that well, it's creepy, but it's true. Well, and people willing to play the game, willing yeah. to right. trade sexuality or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. for opportunities. Right. 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 But you know what I talked about and what you were talking about with Trump and RFK, this isn't a pro Trump, pro RFK, anti RFK, anti Trump. It's just about taking in the data points and the information and saying, does that add up? You know, it's like people love to jump on those kinds of of points and say they were Mm -hmm. on the Epstein plane guilty. And it's like, were they? I mean, I am not convinced of that because I know that um, Donald Trump did offer to testify in the whole Epstein thing. And uh, and if you guys want to know what I think about the whole Melania thing, I think Melania was sex trafficked by Ghislaine and Epstein. And I think that's how she met Trump, because I don't think Trump was into little girls. He met her when she was a full fledged adult. And I think he married her and 
then I think when he realized what Ghislaine and what um, Epstein were up to, he stopped that relationship. And I actually don't think he had anything to do with them again. And I think that he actually kind of saved Melania from that group. He married her. But I think she was trafficked. When you go back into her bio, her information is like not to be found, completely scrubbed. And she was sort of like modeling as a child. And then all of a sudden, like 10 years are missing. And then she ends up in photos with Ghislaine, Epstein and uh, Trump. And then all of a sudden, Trump once Trump marries her, he doesn't associate with Epstein anymore. So one must I would think one would wonder about what he realized or found out at that point, because you didn't see a lot of interaction with Epstein after that. So but most people won't talk about that on the radio. Have you researched any of that, Susan? Um, I've just seen those pictures and I know that, uh, the Trump interview where he goes, yeah, and Epstein, he liked him, uh, young kind of, he makes yeah, that he, grimace like, oh, yeah. and yeah. I think if Trump being the worldly person he was, mm-hmm. he would know that there are people who prefer children and yeah. very young girls Disgusting. and he would know that would destroy his reputation. He would never allow himself to be associated with that. Yep. So I'm that with was you on impression. that. I'm with you. And so I'm just, I'm putting that out there because I did a lot of research on Melania and I was just, I, the only conclusion I could ever come to was he realized and then stopped the friendship because people put pictures of him back in the nineties and they're like, Oh, you know, look at him, look at the club. But I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. But if you follow that through, I don't agree with that. And it has nothing to do with being pro or anti-Trump. Get off of that thing. It's not about that. It's just about taking in information and analyzing it with common sense. And common sense tells me that he married her out of that situation, right? Like- well, it's interesting. Well, and he also banned Jeffrey Epstein from Mar-a-Lago yeah. because a report had come mm-hmm. to him that Jeffrey Epstein was trying to hit on this yeah. girl who was, I think, in the jacuzzi or something. Yeah. And he banned Jeffrey Epstein, right. this big financial. Yes. Yes. And I thought, whoa, right. that would take, you know, yeah. power to right. do that. Thank you, Susan. You're awesome. Thank you. I'll add this into the podcast. Thank you. All right. (laughs) A big shout out, by the way, to ABC Auto. ABC Auto continues to support me, even though I was taken off the local hour. And we all know by now, yes, the rumors are true. Um, The commissioners are bragging about taking me off the air in the local hour, about asking to take me off and um, being successful at it. And there's no shame. They don't have any shame about it. Um, I guess they think it's perfectly fine to go to you know the media and ask for media to be silenced. Um, and so ABC Auto has completely supported me. They are the one company that has really stood, stand, they stand behind me. And I so appreciate that. And I just, a big shout out to ABC Auto for being true patriots. And if you're ever there and you bring your car in, please thank them for continuing to support me because they believe in free speech, because it is a really tough thing right now right now. We have a lot going on in Utah and, uh, and, um, I'll have to do kind of a separate, um, uh, show about that, but there's a lot going on with, um, the governor here threatening, basically saying that if you get in the way of my projects for the homeless and my projects for mental health, your life will be ve- become very difficult for you. I mean, talk about direct threat from this lunatic, um, this lefty lunatic, but 
I just want everyone to know, you know, I very much miss the local hour. It's very needed to have a different voice. But these county commissioners that are very braggy and boastful about having meetings where they wanted me removed. um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, they're the ones that are saying it. So I have text message proof of it. And it's really discouraging and sickening. And it makes you realize how, no wonder I'm writing a book, a (laughs) tell-all. Oh, I have a lot to say, and a lot of people are not going to look very flattering. But um, look, it's all about making sure the truth gets told, and I care about the truth. And that's that's why we do the show every day. So I really appreciate you. And if you think about sponsoring or helping um, Truth in Media, all the ways to contact the show or send in donations or through PayPal or whatever, please do so. I really appreciate that. It keeps us on the air. And um, it's a it's a tough road. It's a tough road when you're silenced for an hour because all those sponsors went away and um, ABC Auto has stood by me. So a big shout out to ABC Auto in Washington, Utah. And if you go there, please bring your car there if you need anything. But they are incredible people. And I just can't speak enough to how incredible they truly are to stand by uh, media that's been silenced and still and still make sure that they get a little something every month. And I really appreciate them. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bottom of my heart. So thanks, you guys. Discount code Kate.